0: when things are shifting we're going to be a new world order we've got to leave it
1: program is brought to you by friends and partners of In
0: Time Headlines. What's up, guys? It is Tuesday, December 27th, and I want to talk to you guys for uh, the next few moments about four fronts uh, that I'm seeing that I believe is only going to escalate when we get into 2023. We are, we're literally less than a week away Until we enter into the year 2023, and I know there is some people out there that believe, you know, things are going to get better. Things are going to, you know, get back to normal. But listen, from a biblical perspective, that is not going to be the case. I'm going to show you what I believe are indicators just based on scripture alone. And then I'm going to show you some stories uh, that I'm seeing on the forefront that we're being warned about uh, to be on the lookout for and to watch for, to, <clears throat> to only escalate in 2023. So let me pull up the scripture uh, first. I'm going to show you this. This is out of Matthew chapter 24, verses four through eight. I'm going to highlight some stuff here and show you and and show you why if we read and understand and interpret the words of Christ, then he warns us he's 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 the warning has gone out it's been here and only those who have discernment uh those who are the sons of issachar can discern these times and seasons in which we're in and be able to see these things because again the world is going to tell us different there there's going to be the false prophets are going to tell you different there's going to be voices out there that are going to try to cradle you to sleep. They're going to try to soothe you over with lies and with false hope. Um, These kind of voices were there. They were present in the time of Jeremiah and Jeremiah uh, rebuked these, uh, these false prophets. And he said, you say peace and safety to the people when there is no peace and there is no safety. And because there was the, uh, There was a large voice of false prophets out there and that were speaking lies to soothe the people when in reality, God was warning the people through the true prophets that judgment was upon them because of their continual iniquities and their sins and transgressions. So here we have Matthew 24. This is in the New Testament. Jesus is speaking here. When they asked him, what were these signs are coming? <clears throat> watch this. He says, take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. So I believe that deception is going to be one thing that's only going to increase in 2023. So you might as well get ready for it. You're going to see uh, you're going to see an increased level of. Of deception, whether it be through false prophets, whether it be falsehoods, whether it be passive, lukewarm churches that are, again, uh, luring people asleep by giving them a watered down false gospel that's keeping people uh, seduced, inoculated. They give them just enough in them to not really transform themselves but to just kind of soothe them over. Then it says you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. So this is only going to increase. And I'm going to show you an article in just a moment and, and, and to prove some of these, most of these things that we're talking about here. And again, here's the key guys for us believers. See that you're not troubled. for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So this is the one thing I want to emphasize to us as believers that we're not to be troubled for this and, and over what we're hearing. These reports should not trouble us as believers. They should um, they should excite us, not that we're excited about seeing wars and excited about deception and excited about disasters. No. But again, in Luke 21, 28, Jesus said, when you begin to see all these things coming to pass, what did he say? Look up. Don't look down. Don't be in sorrow. Don't go bury your head in the sand. He said, look up and lift up your heads for your redemption is surely surely drawing near. And he talks about these wars will escalate to nations against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And then he says there'll be famines, pestilences. And earthquakes in various places. So pestilences, diseases, viruses, all these things are going to escalate. And then earthquakes could fall in the category of natural disasters. This could all fall in the category of earthquakes, volcanoes, tsunamis, um, extreme weather events that would fall under the, what we just witnessed here in the north and northeast. And we're going to talk about that today. Uh, we're talking about tornado, tornadic outbreaks. Um, we're talking about cyclones, typhoons, hurricanes, wildfires. These are what we would be, we call disasters. And look, all these are the beginning. These are just the beginning of sorrows. And then in, in the Greek, that's birth pangs. So the birth pangs are going to increase is what this is saying. Romans eight talks about this. It talks about the whole earth will be in travail. So we, I want to show you some of these articles. Um, Crew this is from CNN crews focus on calls for help as Buffalo New York is digging out of snow and the area's death toll has now risen to 28 according to the report days into a deadly winter storm that bedeviled much of the country officials in buffalo new york are focused on restoring power plowing roads and checking homes and cars for anyone still stranded with expectations more residents will be found dead this is absolutely terrible situation uh that took place up in new york according to the report at least 28 people have died as a result of this storm in new york's erie county as Buffalo was buried up to 50.3 inches, it was buried in 50.3 inches of snow and slammed with fierce blizzard conditions that made for blinding drives over the Christmas weekend. Now, we, I believe, we, yes, we got a video here Uh, I'm going to play this video, and it kind of gives you a little bit more updates on this. We'll watch this.
1: This morning, that massive storm now paralyzing parts of the Northeast. In Buffalo, New York, more than two feet of snow, 70-mile-per-hour wind gusts and wind chills, 25 below zero. The airport there shutting down until Monday morning. Emergency crews stuck as well. In the worst affected areas, there is no emergency service available reporter michael schwartz from our abc affiliate wkbw in buffalo these conditions so bad it's now being considered one of the worst blizzards in its history
0: so again notice what he said here one of the worst blizzards in history remember we talked about this in one of our, our former segments we did what was it last week historical once in a lifetime once in a generation these terms expressing the severity of these storms. And I'm going to show you an article in just a moment that's uh, showing us that these things are only going to increase and get worse and not better.
1: Erie County, a driving ban put in place after more than 50 rescues. In Pensacola, Florida, a car encased in ice. Mobile, Alabama, a frozen fountain. And Holland, Michigan, abandoned cars littering the roads. This guy is literally so close to Jack and I can look. The storm wreaking havoc on holiday travel. Many Americans simply won't be able to make it to their Christmas destinations. Temperatures will begin to warm up a bit. Still, power companies in at least 13 states are asking customers to refrain from unnecessary use.
0: So again, uh, let me pull this back here. I want to talk to you for a second. What, we're gonna I'm going to show you some more information coming out of New York and it it uh, absolutely highlights the point that we've been stressing that we have got to be prepared for disasters guys. We cannot listen, I understand that our our viewing audience is Christians. they're believers. So we rely on faith. We rely on the word of God. We rely on prayer. But listen, even James said in the Bible, In the book of James, he said, faith without works is dead. He said, he said, show me your faith. I'll show you my works and show me your works and I'll show you my faith. So faith and works go hand in hand. So we can have all the faith we want. We can have a prayer life. We can have a good, a great devotional life and be in tune with God, but we've got to prepare in the natural. If we're In places like this, you need to be prepared for these kind of storms. If you're in earthquake zones, you need to be prepared for earthquakes. If you're in places where wildfires are prevalent, you need to be prepared for that. What am I saying? You've got to be prepared. We've got to be prepared. We've got to be prepared financially. We've got to be prepared practically. We have, we've got to have a, um, we've got to have a plan together with our family in the event that we're separated from family, that there's blackouts, that there's power shortages, that there's food shortages. And, and listen, we, I've got more I want to show you in this article. In fact, let's go there now. Let me pull up some more. Look at this. Um, Buffalo's deadliest storm in 50 years, death toll rises to 27 in city and 55 across the U S. So again, across the entire United States, over 55 deaths have been recorded. 27 alone in Buffalo, stranded drivers even found frozen to death in their vehicles. And six feet of snow landed on New York, leaving it like a war zone. Again, again, Emergency services are struggling to free people from their own homes. Shelters and nursing homes are starting to run out of food as thousands remain without power at, on Monday. Here's another report. Families are scrambling to find food and essentials. Uh, let me read a little bit of this. Families in Western New York were scrambling to find food and medicine. And other essentials Monday after this historic blizzard blocked roads and cut off electricity, forcing many major supermarkets and pharmacies to close. Um, Surrounded by snow Sunday night, uh, McCandless ate a bowl of generic cinnamon toast crunch for Christmas dinner. And in the morning, he grew concerned as his supply of bread and eggs dwindled and his number of cans of meatball soup fell to three. Quote, I was just getting low and I was getting nervous. Now, guys, this is um this could actually be a prelude. Now this again this is a this was derived from this snowstorm in New York. Now what's going to happen? Let me ask you a question. And again, I'd love for you to chime in on this in the comment section. What's going to happen if what some of these economic forecasters are projecting and 2023 is going to take place with famine and food shortages. And what if the droughts continue in the West and you got places like Lake Mead that's running dry and you got all these. You, so you've got this concoction of disasters culminating that could put a strain on the food supply. Now I'm telling you, look, we don't live in the days of Mayberry and the 1980s and 70s and 60s this is we don't live in those times where if our neighbor is uh short on some bread and milk that we uh step up and we go knock on the door and we help supply their need of their lack we don't live in those times anymore i'm telling you when when people start running out of food and water and medicine and necessities to survive, they're not, they, listen, some of them may come knocking and may ask in a gentle tone. But I'm telling you, some people is not going to come knocking on your door. They are going to come, with, uh, they're going to come not knocking on the door, but kicking down your door. Because, listen, desperate times will produce desperate measures. That's just common sense. I I know it sounds like gloom and doom, but I'm telling you, most people are not prepared. Hello. This should prove that point. And then on top of that, you've also got you've got looting that's happening. Looters ransacked snowbound Buffalo as, as police are stuck elsewhere. Now this is from the New York post and it says the blizzard conditions in upstate New York g- gave cover to local looters over the weekend as they robbed businesses while police were stuck elsewhere. Again, what are you going to do if you're not prepared again? Are we prepared for this? Are we prepared for this kind of uh, deteriorating societal conditions that are taking place. moral, Morally speaking, society is deteriorating. You're going to see, and again, what does the scripture say? Lawlessness will abound. Wickedness will abound. Quote, I, I'm, here's still a New York post. I don't know how these people can even live with themselves, how they can look at themselves in the mirror. This was according to Buffalo mayor, Byron Brown, who was furious over the situation unfolding there in his city. They are the lowest of the low. Well, Mr. Brown, I hate to tell you, but this is only a drop in the bucket of what it's going to look like. If a lot of the things that people are forecasting ends up coming to fruition, this is only a drop in the bucket of what's coming uh, later down the road. So again, you can read all this uh, on the New York post Um, And I think that we may have a video on this as well. Yeah, here we go. Check this out. Here's some more on this looting stuff. There's also been many reports of looting. For more on that, we're going to go right out live to Channel 2's Rob Hackford. Hey, Rob.
1: Yeah, hey, Lauren, we're out on Main Street in Buffalo right now where we've seen a couple cases of this looting, which is a really unfortunate post the blizzard with the storm settling down, cleanup happening now. These uh, cases have been popping up and Buffalo police they're trying to t- pay attention to them, but still have to work on all snow clearing and other responsibilities. Now, our Dave McKinley, we're going to take some video here. He was flagged down earlier today by someone at Genesee and Zener, where people were actually seen walking away from a Family Dollar there with garbage bags full of items after that store had been broken into. The door was wide open. Just one example of this impact of looting. Walking along Main Street as well today, I saw there was an auto repair shop that had the front window busted in, and a Dollar General not far from West Ferry Street. They also had the front door broken in, and food and other items were thrown around. Uh, Camellias. It was another store that was broken into and had their cash register busted open. The Co-owner Patrick said there wasn't any money in it, but he's disappointed to see that in a lot of cases as well. As we heard from Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown today, people aren't stealing essential items like food and water in the case of the blizzard, but non-essential items, things that they just appear to want. Here
0: was the mayor's message today. People who are out looting when people are losing their lives in this harsh winter storm is just absolutely reprehensible. Uh, I don't know how these people can even live with themselves, how they can look at themselves in the mirror. They are the lowest of, of the low. And remember, guys, what did the Scriptures say in the book of Genesis <clears throat> regarding the days of Noah? It said that violence and wickedness had covered the earth. The, the entire earth was covered with violence and it grieved the Lord. And the Bible says he was repented of creating man. And this is when he spoke to Noah and he said, I'm going to wipe them out and I'm going to start over. So again, if we prophetically speaking, Jesus said, as it were in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the return of the son of man. So we, again, it is safe to say that this type of behavior is gonna be to the, it's gonna get so normal. And I believe it already is to some degree. It's so normal. I mean, look, every week we see looting, rioting, protesting, invasions, shootings, murders, rapes, and the list goes on. And it's getting to the point where we are becoming desensitized to this because it's so normal in society. And this is another indicator, friend, that. Things are wrapping up and the son of man is about to come back. Now, being that we're still here on disasters and weather events, uh, this was a very interesting article that I want to show you. Uh, this is from wired.com. I'm going to pull this up. El Nino is coming and the world isn't prepared. Now, again, this is not my verbiage. If you're listening by Spotify app, I know you guys can't see this, but it says that global heating, that would be, quote, global warming. Of course, again, these mainstream news outlets, media outlets, they're always going to point to that climate change, global warming. Again, I'm trying to peel a back a more deeper layer of this and show you biblical ramifications to this and biblical implications to this. They say that this will set the stage for, quote, extreme weather everywhere in 2023. And the consequences are likely to be cataclysmic. Look at listen to that language. According to the report, the relentless increase in global heating will continue bringing ever more disruptive weather. That is the that is the signature calling card of accelerating climate breakdown. According to NASA, 2022 was one of the hottest years ever recorded. Here we go again with these records. Hottest ever recorded on Earth. That is extraordinary because the recurrent climate pattern across the tropical Pacific known as the El Nino Southern Oscillation was in its cool phase during this phase called la nina the waters of the uh, equatorial pacific are noticeably cooler than normal which in- influences weather patterns around the world one consequence of this is that it helps keep a lid on global temperatures this means that despite the recent widespread heat waves wildfires and droughts we have actually been spared the worst However, quote, the scary thing is that this El Nino will end and eventually transition to the better known El Nino, which sees the water of the uh, equatorial Pacific becoming much warmer when this occurs. The extreme weather that has rampaged across our planet in, in the past couple of years, 2021, 2021, 2022 will pale into significance. Can I let me read that last part again? When this shift takes place from a Nina to an El Nino, it will warm up the waters of the Pacific. And when it does, not if it does, when it does, the extreme weather that we have witnessed in the last two years will, quote, pale in significance. Current forecasts suggest that La Nina will continue into the early 2023, making it ferociously for us one of the longest on record. Are y'all listening? It began in 2020. Then the the equatorial Pacific will begin to warm again, whether or not it becomes hot enough for a fully fledged El Nino to develop. 2023 has a very good chance without the cooling influence of a La, a La Nina of being the hottest year on record. Listen, and guys, if I mispronounce these words, you're just going to have to deal with my folly. That is my weakness. And you're just going to have to get over it. Move on. I'm trying to give you the information. I'm not going to pronounce every word like it's going to be pronounced. I'm just not. It's just not going to happen. I mean, unless the miracle takes place. A global average temperature rise of uh, 1.5 degrees Celsius was widely regarded as making a uh, guardrail beyond which climate breakdown becomes dangerous. Uh, Yada, yada, yada. I want to read down here. Um So what it's saying here is as this increases uh, the art, the let's see who is the writer of this article. Uh, The author Bill McGuire states in here that quote, I wouldn't be at all surprised to see the record for the highest recorded temperature in California's death Valley shattered when 2023. This could be this could well happen somewhere in the Middle East or South Asia. And then he goes on, he he mentions the United Kingdom and parts of Europe. Inevitably, higher temperatures will mean this severe drought. Here we go. will continue to be the order of the day. What does this mean? It means slashing crop yields in many parts of the world. Because we saw that in 2022. But then now we're going to be seeing this again carrying over in 2023. Resulting in food shortages in most countries. Look what he says here. Could drive civil unrest while prices in developed countries will continue to stoke inflation and the cost of living crisis. So what am I what are we talking about here? Again, these forecasters are saying that 2023 could go on record as an even more extreme disastrous weather event on record. Droughts, famines, uh, floods earthquakes, all this, all this can go again, hurricanes, tornadoes, etc. All this falls in this category. And I showed you in Matthew 24, just like birth pangs, it's only going to increase. So that this is one front. So these weather events, these disasters, right? Then um, we've got another event that's unfolding right now in China that uh, I think we need to be paying attention to. This is from the, the, the US Sun. Quote, harrowing videos show lines of coffins and body bag cues uh, amid China's COVID mega tsunami as 5,000 die a day. Again, according to this report, 5,000 people are dying a day. Body bags are overflowing, coffins are overflowing. They're calling this a quote, COVID mega tsunami. According to the report, the government has now stopped releasing official daily figures for infections and deaths. So, I mean, is anybody shocked by that? I think that if we went back and looked at 2019, 2020, even into 2021, if we actually knew the actual death toll, it would be staggering, but we'll never know the official s the official number of this but according to this report, it is estimated that at least five thousand people are dying a day from the current outbreak that we're seeing again reoccurring in China. China, according to this report, is in the grip of a covid surge in the in the wake of its leader uh Qi. Jingping finally abandoned his disastrous zero COVID policy of draconian lockdowns. Its population has low levels of immunity because of the lockdown. Well, that's interesting. Uh, let me repeat that. The population has low levels of immunity. Why? Because of the lockdown. And yet, scientists... And these so-called experts are saying they can't figure out why we're seeing an explosion of upper respiratory viruses. Gee, could it be because we have been placed in uh, isolation, quarantine, our faces is covered? What do you think going to happen to the immune system? Anyway, I got to move on from this. Crematoriums are reportedly already working 24 hours to cope with the number of dead soaring as huge as huge queues of hearses are lining the streets again. So you say, well, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say, look, here, let me pull up another article. This is from Bloomberg. China's covid tsunami. Look at this could spark a dangerous new variant that infects the world they're already preparing us they're already conditioning us they're already getting it into our minds And our expectations that it's not a matter of if, but when another full-blown pandemic is underway. The tsunami of COVID that's taking hold across China is spurring concern that a, quote, dangerous new virus variant could emerge for the first time. And more than a year, just a genetic sequencing to catch such a threat is dwindling. The situation in China is unique because of the path it's followed through the pandemic. While almost every other part of the world has baffled infections and embraced vaccinations with potent mRNA shots to varying degrees, China largely sidestepped both. The result is a, quote, population with low levels of immunity facing a wave of disease caused by the most contagious Strain of the virus yet to circulate. You better be paying attention to what I'm telling you. Uh, the expected surge of infections and deaths are taking hold in China within a black box, since the government is no longer releasing detailed COVID data. The spread has medical experts and political leaders in the U.S. and ev- and elsewhere worried about another round of disease caused by the mutating virus. Listen, I can't go into detail of this because I already understand and I know that if I did show you some stuff that I I have saved some articles just for references if I pulled them up th- this entire segment would get pulled it would get censored it would get shadow banned but can I tell you something they have already been planning and preparing for such an event and come on you guys know this you're not stupid Come on, I, I know our audience is smarter than that. You, you guys know, you understand, you know what's going on, but I want to get you up to date. So look, number one, they're already telling us, you better get ready because disasters, extreme weather events are going to only increase in 2023. And now they're telling us that there is fear, quote, quote, worry that a new variant will explode on the scene. A new pandemic will take place and take hold in twenty twenty three. But but guys, we've got more things. We've got um, <clears throat> we've got another war that appears to be unfolding in Europe. It's on the verge here. Serbia places security forces on on Kosovo border at state of quote, full combat readiness. Uh, Let me pull this article down. According to the report, Serbian security forces on the border with Kosovo have been placed on a state of full combat readiness. The order was given by Serbia's interior minister who said he was acting on instructions from president Vucic so that all measures be taken to protect the Serbian people in Kosovo. Um, However, uh, according to the report, Kosovo has not responded to the move and it comes weeks after uh, escalating tension between the two sides with ethnic Serbs claiming they are being harassed by the ethnic Albanian majority in Kosovo. The war in Kosovo ended in 1999 with NATO intervention. So again, this is something that uh, a lot of, of individuals are watching this is something we need to be paying attention because not only do we have Ukraine and Russia that is still, um, and they're still in a, in a war there and in, in Europe, but now you have this taking place and then you've got, um, this was the latest report about China and Taiwan. That's also another escalating, uh, event that's been unfolding China since China has sent according to the report over 71 warplanes and seven ships toward Taiwan um and this was all sent within a 24-hour display of force directed at the self-ruled island Taiwan's defense ministry said on Monday after China expressed anger at Taiwan's related provisions in a U.S. annual defense spending bill Then you had, uh, there was another report uh, that uh, we reported on on NTIP headlines where uh, North Korean drones also invaded Taiwan, uh, or I'm sorry, South Korea military space. So you've got, uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about wars, rumors of wars, nation against nation. You got all this escalating. So you got extreme weather events that we need to be concerned about in 2023. We've got, uh, we've got the, the, we've got viruses and plagues and pestilences that were, that we need to be prepared for in 2023. And now we need to be prepared for the event of war and wars, plural tense and rumors of wars that are only going to escalate in 2023. And then last but not least, We've got the economy. I pulled this. I found this article yesterday. This is from Bloomberg. Wall Street chorus grows louder. Warning that 2023 will be ugly. Again, in the Federal Reserve's quiet period before its officials met to decide their final actions this year, Wall Street watchers are filling the void. Loudly warning that 2023 outlook for the u.s economy and stocks is quote grim now i know that's the white house doesn't want you to believe that but again these are from this is from the federal reserve this is from economists these are wall street watchers anyone who's anybody who deals with the economy are all echoing the same thing From Goldman Sachs Group Incorporated, David Solomon cautioning that the economy faces, quote, bumpy times ahead. To J.P. Morgan Chase and Company's Jamie Dimon grimmer view that this would be a, quote, mild to hard recession. To Morgan Stanley Wealth Management's Lisa Shalit, who told Bloomberg's television that corporations are facing a, quote, rude awakening on earnings. The messages have become increasingly dire. Quote, we do not think the economic conditions for a sustained upturn are yet in place. You think uh, this was according to the chief investment officer at UBS Global Wealth Management. in a note that was written, growth is slowing and central banks are still raising rates. Investors appear to be heeding the warnings. So. It's amazing that investors are heeding the warnings and the experts, uh, these experts are heeding the warnings, but why isn't uh, the white house heeding these warnings? So what I, What are we talking about? We're talking about, listen, and let me close with this. Let me say this every single year. It's always the same. You've got these mailing list. They sent out these emails. You can get on this subscription base of this emailing list where all these alleged prophets get on there and they send out the mailing list and they give this alleged word from God and it's never negative. It's always positive. It's always good. It's never a negative report. It's always gonna be contrary to, in my opinion, it's contrary to the scriptures. If listen, if the word of God told us that things are going to get worse, disasters will increase. Wars will increase. Deception will increase. Famine will increase. Hunger will increase. Pestilences and plagues and the economies of the world collapsing to bring about a new world order or a global governance system that will be a totalitarian system led by one man in power and his and his sidekick, the false prophet. We know all this according to Bible prophecy. So when these false prophets get up and they try to soothe the people by giving them false hope and false prophecies. That's why we do what we do is I'm telling you, we need to be paying attention. So I want to warn you ahead of time. You better you better get your head and get your face in the Bible and the word of God and know where we're going based on the prophecies and scripture. Because if you get your eyes off the word and you start listening to these ear tickling, sugar coating, false prophets who is going to soothe your tickling ears with lies and false prophecies you're going to be unprepared you your family your household everyone all of you is going to be unprepared for the events that are going to be meeting ahead of us and you say well brother don't you believe in the rapture yes i do but that does not give you the green light to be ignorant and to be uh reckless and unprepared The Bible says the prudent man sees disaster coming and prepares his house accordingly. So listen, if you're followers of our ministry, you need to be prepared for what's coming in 2023. The birth pangs are only going to increase in severity and We have to do everything we can. Yes, get in the word. Yes, get in prayer. Yes, find a Bible-believing, spirit-filled, doctrinally sound church or a gathering of other believers that you can come together with because you're going to need that. The Bible says even more so, you should be doing this even as the day approaches. So we should be doing this. These are practicalities, but in the natural how can we prepare for this again you should have a you should have a uh uh small bills on hand you should have if possible get you a generator you should have extra water you should have some canned goods on 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 hand you have flashlights candles you should have a bug out bag you should have a disaster route planned out that in the event that you and your family get separated or something was to happen that you'll know where to meet up at these are practical plans that you put with the supernatural of God. Faith without works is dead. We're not telling you to throw out your faith and we're not telling you to to ignore the works. We have to marry the two, bring them together Come on, and I can show you, listen, all through the Bible, this is, comes into play. Joseph was a man of God. He was a man of faith. He heard from God, but the Lord instructed him to make practical preparations to give to the leader and those in Egypt. And because he did that, he spared the nation of Egypt and his own family. Are you hearing me? So what you do with messages like this and warnings like this is between you and the Lord and your family. So listen, Intimeheadlines.org, Intimeheadlines.com. That's going to be our main website. Um, that's where you can find us. But again, if you've not downloaded our free app, I want to encourage you to do that. That's where you're going to keep up with our ministry. That's where you're going to be. If you hit yes to push notifications, you're going to be notified of every headline and every podcast when it's made readily available right there into your hands. It's the easiest way to keep up with our ministry. And as always, we want to give you the opportunity to us uh, to partner with our ministry and and you could do that two different ways. You could do that electronically through the app, or you can do that through making out check or money order to uh, the address on your screen there at Intime Headlines PO Box thirteen ninety one. That's Monroe, Georgia three zero six five five. So as always, guys, thank you so much for taking the time out tonight to be a part of this broadcast. Remember, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, hit the like, hit the share, get the word out. You guys are listening by Spotify, and Apple. Get the word out there. Let them know that. We are on these platforms as well. Listen, we're going to sign off today. Tomorrow will be Wednesday. We will be off tomorrow uh, to take. We typically take off on Wednesdays, but we'll be right back here in the studio on Thursday night to bring you another uh, informative word uh, from, uh, uh, from, for practical insight, revelation or equipping or all the above. So until we see you then, may the Lord bless you, keep you, and may his countenance shine upon you. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to the End Time Headlines podcast. We pray that you've been blessed and equipped by today's message. For more information about how you can help partner with our ministry, please visit intimeheadlines.org.